Hey everyone, welcome to the inaugural episode. <laughs> One thing about us. Yeah. Um, my name is Katie. I'm Kika. Actually, I'm Katie Joe. Yeah, I was gonna say you have to go by Katie Joe on the pod. On the pod. That's brand identity. No, yeah, exactly. I'm Katie Joe. Don't call me Katie. Can I tell a story already? Yeah. <laughs> One, time. <laughs> One time out in public, mm. someone came up to me from behind. Mm. Keep in mind, I looked busted. It was a whole thing. Anyway, doing my thing. <laughs> She goes, Katie Joe, and uh-huh. let me like state that I do go by Katie Joe. Katie Joe is my name, mm. but like normally only my close friends or family call me that. Yeah. So like I've never just had that like the way she said it. I was just like, what is going on? <laughs> so I turn around and it ended up being one of my subscribers for my YouTube channel, and I was like, hey, and it was like so, but it was just in the moment I was like, that's good though. No, it was good. Brand identity. It was good. It's working. It was good. Oh, I have been meaning to ask you for probably like two years. Okay. Is Joe short for something? No. Wow. My name is Catherine Joe Davis. Is that your middle name? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's my middle name. But my mom and dad always wanted me to go by Katie Joe. Mm. But then like when they taught me like how to introduce myself, it was just Katie. Mm, they so got stage well, fright. Why did they? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so now even when I say like, hi, I'm Katie Joe," it kind of makes me feel awkward. I understand that because I like went through a whole identity thing where I was like, I have to go by Critica, which is my full first name. Yeah. And then as soon as I did that, I was like, mm, why did I do that? Feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> like people would call me that and I'd be like, why are you mad at me? Like this feels really serious. <laughs> oh my God. So I get it. Yeah. But Katie Joe, I think is the thing for you. I think it's the thing. I like yeah. it a lot. Kiko, what are we doing here? We're at Gavin. We're just Gabbing. We're Gavin. We have a planned topic and we'll get to it, mm-hmm. but I we gab in general yeah. just about everything that is like up. Mm-hmm. So we should recap. We should just recap and it's just a fun time. It is. And we wanted to invite people into that fun time. Can I ask you something? Do okay. we need to introduce anything about ourselves? Probably. Okay. Y'all, we have not we planned plan. anything. Which feels right. Which feels right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, you go first. <laughs> um, okay. Um, hi, I'm Katie Joe. Hey. We live in Los Angeles. We do. Uh, we love all things K-pop. <laughs> yeah. Had to be said. <laughs> yeah, that's we true. We love K-pop. Mm-hmm. We love concerts. Mm-hmm. We love having fun with our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just girly things. And that's just... That's just what's going on. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about us. I thought you were going to go into more detail, like your age and your work and where you're from. And you don't have to, but I had prepared that for myself. So now I feel like if I say all that, it's going to be like, you took this too serious. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I need you to say some of that stuff. Oh, okay. So I'm Katie. I'm 24. Mm. I am from Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. You'll know that by my accent, I'm sure points during this mm-hmm. which is depressing it's okay um i i do a lot of stuff for work i actually moved here to los angeles to plant a house church so you know me christian girl that's my that's my main focus my main drive and my thing i have a youtube channel which you'll see these videos on i'm sure mm-hmm. I do a lot of like digital marketing, social media work mm-hmm. and as we'll get into at some point not to like um get ahead of the game Kiki and I both, for fun, work at a K-pop store. We do. Which we have a lot of funny stories from. Which is hilarious. So I do all kinds of stuff. Yes. You do. You're very much like a 21st century girl. I am. And I feel like I should have more money because of it. I relate to this. Um, Kika's the opposite. What do you do, Kika? What do you mean I'm the opposite? I'm Kika. Because you're a... Just... (laughs) 
Because you're a slaying business woman. <laughs> I'm 26. Um, I obviously live in LA. I've been here for just about four years. But I'm from Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm an Aries. <laughs> oh, I'm a Leo. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. We have to talk about that later. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm an ISTP. <laughs> I am a ENFP. If you're an ENFJ, we would have complete opposites. I think I'm ENFP. Okay, well. It's whatever the campaigner is. I wouldn't know. Okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> I, I just know the letters. Um, I am a consultant for um, philanthropy and nonprofit pursuits for companies, individuals, whatever. I barely know what I do, and I don't know how to explain it to it's people. It's really so hard to explain. Yeah, so I'm not going to try right now, um, but I also work at a K-pop store. And I'm straight. Oh, and I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's important because it's going to come up constantly. Because it's going to come up constantly, and it's yeah. why it makes our friendship and our life fun. Yeah, I agree. Because we will agree so hard on things and then just completely disagree on Yeah, things. somewhere it, like, splits. I always talk about it as, like, my heterosexuality, like, life bar, you know, like, in a video game. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like I can hang with, like, guys being hot to a certain point. <laughs> and then, like, it hits a wall where I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's just so many moments where Kika looks at me and she's like, are you sure you're straight? <laughs> I'm like, yes. You do kind of have bi energy. We do? You. Oh. You think so? Yeah. Okay. That's an episode what does that mean? Itself. I we gotta unpack it later. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so we've introduced ourselves. We have. We are just flying by the seat of our pants. Mm-hmm. Building the plane as we fly it. Is Building something the plane that we say as we fly. It. Mm-hmm. So let's gab. Where yeah. should we start? What's up in your life? Uh, that's a loaded question. I want you to start. Okay, I'll start. I have been on the hunt for a good massage. Oh, which is funny because I hate massages. I just don't like them. Don't touch me. You know, yeah, that sort of deal. And I also have never gotten a relief out of this whole thing. But my neck shoulder situation, it's not a hundred years old, (laughs) (laughs) has been so not, it's just not sitting right with me that I'm like, okay, from a medical standpoint, it's time to get a massage. Anyway, I was looking into it and about to book one because I was just going by whatever was like close and rated Mm -hmm. not scary you know and it gave me the option to book it in my house are you gonna let a masseuse come in? absolutely not okay good doesn't that seem crazy yeah i'm just scared and i have to imagine it's like because you'd feel more comfortable in your house i can't imagine a place i'd feel less comfortable getting a massage get out of my home literally yeah like i would be getting rubbed down naked right here no in this spot because this is my house I don't like that. No, I don't like it either. That's scary. But it's so funny. Was like, it more expensive? No. Less expensive? Not the same. No. Which doesn't seem right. No. I also, that just feels scary and weird. It does feel scary and weird. And really intimate. Like, don't... It's the being naked and touched in my house. That's reserved for different <laughs> situations. And also, I think it's different whenever, like, we are, like, younger women that, like, You're right. Don't. You're It'd right. It'd be different, I feel like, maybe on some levels, uh-huh. if, like, I wasn't um, so skeptical skeptical about inviting anyone in my home. Yeah, anyone at all, honestly. Yeah. Just a stranger. Yeah. Like, if we could Zoom before... <laughs> Yeah, and get references. Exactly. Bring your resume to my house. Yeah, like maybe if they had like already given your friend a massage, Mm -hmm. so we trust them already. True. Would it be different? I agree with that. But it's funny that that made me so uncomfy, and clearly you get it. 
but I typically get massages at this Korean spa in Koreatown where you be stripping publicly. You like, told me about this. I can't imagine doing that. It's crazy. And it's like the, it's not all a naked experience, but I would say about 30%. Like you're just in a room with a bunch of naked people. So here's how it goes. Okay. There's like five spa rooms. This is Hugh's spa, not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a podcast from there one day. Um, it's Hugh's spa, but I want to shout out the name because I'm so obsessed with them. But they have like... I still haven't been. You got... Well, you're never going to go because nakedness is required. Uh, yeah, I'll never go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That makes me want to cry. I, it was the same for me. I was so scared. I think I would cry. Um, but there's like five rooms and it's like a salt room and like a heat room and it, whatever mm-hmm. but the first thing you have to do is shower just for the sanitation of the whole thing and it's a public shower room <gasps> i don't know about public but there's like 10 shower heads and you do be naked in there how walk me through like your first time going sure i went with my friend and um it was her idea and she was so excited that i was like Okay, girly, just like suck it up. It's gonna be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Looking back on it, I have no idea how I let it happen. Yeah. Because I was absolutely petrified. I was feeling how you feel right now about it. I was like, there's no way. But anyway, we get in there, they give us the robe, and you go into the locker room and you strip down and you put on the robe in the locker room. So that's your first naked experience. And it's very um, re traumatizing to high school gym. Because you know how you would have to just change in that locker room and you would all kind of like tuck in a corner and like do it real yeah. quick? It's exactly like that. So did that, went into the shower room and immediately seeing probably like six or seven other naked women, because it's all women, I was like, huh. Like the fact that we're all experiencing it together and everyone else is probably in their own head about it. It's like we've been equalized in this playing field of life, you know? What was, like, the demographic of people? It's compl- It's absolutely everyone. Like, body type-wise, which is very encouraging, racially, and those are my two metrics. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, totally just all over the place. And, you know, I think the other thing that helps is that the kind elderly Korean women that are, like, massaging you, they're not naked. They're in um, sports bras and shorts because the massages are in like wet rooms so they're constantly getting like drenched or whatever so they're dressed for that but they have seen everybody on the entire planet yeah so to them it's very like I imagine. <laughs> it's very like it's just work so they're like come on they like grab you by the hand they're like let's go and throw you on the wet table and hose you down oh my god yeah but it's like a part of me wants to do it I think but then i'm like i don't know if i could i think it's like you got to try it just once. I kind of want to, but I would, I don't know. I'd really have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing that feels more intimate, I think, is who you go with. That's one. That's so true. I think that's what I was more nervous about the first time. Yeah, that's because, so Because, like, true. you have a lot of, like, uh, like, we change in front of each other, and I yeah. feel like you're comfortable with that. And to me, that's the more important thing. That's you know? true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so crazy. I know. You gotta try it once, though. Maybe I would. I it know. really works. It's very relaxing. Um, speaking of pain in our bodies. Yeah. So, this is so not interesting at all. Okay. But, I have been having this excruciating pain in my neck. Is that the same thing as the shoulder one that was, yes. like, killing you? Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. neck, it starts, like, if you know what this is, mm-hmm. let me know. But it starts, <laughs> like, right here on my neck. And it goes down into my shoulder. Yes! What is that? This is 
what's been compelling me to get a massage. I don't know. You know what I think it is? The whole tech neck thing. Just like, uh, all day. <laughs> might be what it is. That I have so many things. I think that my wisdom teeth might have something to do with it. <laughs> they might. I don't know how the body works. Um, I have been nannying, so I like hold a baby. Yes, you did say painful. that. painful. At the K-pop store, when you're looking down at the register all day, that's mm-hmm. painful. Mm-hmm. And just like, these are my thoughts on what it might be. Mm-hmm. But it's gotten better. Mm. I changed my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about that. Because I think my pillow has something to do with it, too. Here's the thing. It still hurts a little bit. Like, a tiny, tiny bit every once in a while. But it was to the point where I could barely, like, roll over in bed. Like, I would roll over and I'd be like, am I okay? Like, um, And I wasn't. But, long story short, I'm really weird about my pillows. So, I would have two, like, medium-thin pillows stacked on top of each other. And that's what I would sleep with. Mm -hmm. And then one pillow to, like, hold. And I took one of those pillows away. So, now it's just the one Wow, so you're like flat, flat. So I'm pretty flat. How do you sleep? On your side? Yeah. Mm. Um, But it's helped. I really think it's helped. Really? Yes. Like I genuinely, because I haven't changed anything else. Mm -hmm. Why would the pain have gone away? You know, I think that is what it is because I was getting these crazy headaches that were like kind of muscly, tensiony headaches. And what happened, this is like embarrassing. I have so many stuffed animals. Yeah. And they're so, you know, they're taut. They're firm. So I would throw those under my head <laughs> Why would you do Okay, that? everyone says this. I think it's normal. <laughs> but everyone I say it to is like, why would you ever do <laughs> They're good neck support. Well, I thought they were. You um, thought they were. It's like you were. You just go like, like they lock in under your neck. I would wake up. There was no moving for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like the key is a thin pillow. Yeah. Which can be brutal. But I've gotten like, now I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's only been like a couple of weeks since I've started doing it. So I can never go back to like thick pillow life. So really, you can never go back. That's I'm high like, praise. I know. I'm trying to do that. And also what I'm trying to do is um, every like medical professional, I'm just like lying now. I don't, I've read it once on the internet. We'll get into that. Yeah. Well, it's for you love to lie. I do. But everyone says that sleeping on your back is the best. I could absolutely know. I don't care. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't care how much pain I'm in. There is nothing more comfortable than snuggling up with Just my like, thing mm, on my side. I know. No, I, yeah. I can't imagine falling asleep on my back. I know. It's crazy. Just like, I can't imagine. Yeah. I don't know how people do it. When I see someone doing it, I'm like, you're pretending. Some people sleep like the dead. Just straight up like. I literally I cannot imagine. I know. I should try. Yeah. Which, but, make a pack. <laughs> here's another thing too. This is so like stupid, but. You know how you, there's like silly things that all of us like do that only you know that you do them and then you're like insecure about them and you're like, I need to change yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them is like my pillow that I sleep with. Like um, it's the, I sleep with like, it's a long pillow and it's like between my legs and between my arms. Like a body pillow. That's what like it's, it's for. Why, yeah, that's what it's for. But I'm literally like, I've got to get over this. Like I've got why? to stop sleeping because I'm like, it's making sleeping inconvenient. Uh-huh. And because it's so comfortable and I love it, but like. If I go to a hotel or something, I'm like, oh, give me you another freaking your, pillow. That's so like, funny. I cannot freaking sleep without holding a pillow. And then I think about like when I get married or something, and there's two of us in the bed. Then you're just I'm gonna them. be I'm gonna be take. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> they'll have to replace the pillow. Yeah. But if I keep the pillow, it's taking up too much room in the bed. <laughs> so it's just this whole yeah. thing. I'm like, I should probably stop, but. Mm. I don't know. I fixed one of my problems. I maybe I'll give it a few more weeks before I fix another one. You can only do so much at once. I can only do so much at once. <laughs> Who knows? I'm gonna come over and be sleeping on my back soon. 
Uh, yeah, true. That would be brutal. How do people do that? I don't know. And I've been so congested for like the past week. It's finally just now going away. But I was trying to sleep on my my back at the same time. And I was like, oh, like about to die. I could not breathe. Weird take. Okay. Uh, something that's attractive okay. <laughs> is when guys sleep on their back with like the one arm up over their head. Oh my God. <laughs> You just drain my heterosexuality <laughs> life bar. That's attractive. That's kind of that's sexy when guys do that, right? The things you say. What do you mean, right? <laughs> I really do find that attractive. Maybe it's because I know the way I like to sleep, and I'm like, oh, if they lay like that, I get to use them as the body. <laughs> You're one of the straightest people I know. <laughs> you just said I give bi energy. Yeah, I know, but um, what I mean by that is you give initial bi energy like I thought you were bi when we met. You did. Yes, I did. Also because I thought you said that, and then you didn't, so I don't know where I got it from. <laughs> yeah. But the more I learn about you, <laughs> the more I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, never mind. Yeah. Russia. But no, that's pretty straight, and no, that's not attractive. Um, it is. Eh, maybe. <laughs> I bet there's some other human beings out there that are like no i get it some i'm sure many people agree with you thank you like if i think about the men that i find most attractive and i imagine them like that you know what's not working is i'm imagining them in a tank top and i don't know why (laughs) no take the tank never picture a man in a tank top (laughs) never i don't know why that was part of the visual for me no no. If I change it to a t-shirt, then yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the picture you laying next to. <laughs> you want to. I could. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, what, do you, what else did you have on your list of things? I mean, I've just been in a world of dentistry. Oh my gosh, <laughs> y'all. Yeah. Pray for Kika. Yes, please. And go to the dentist but also maybe don't like if you i'm never going yeah if you haven't been in a really long time maybe just don't go and avoid knowing your fate for as long as possible um I, it hadn't even been that long since i went like i haven't gone in six years yeah so it'd been like two years since i went but what was the, like what did they say the last time you went it was when i got my wisdom teeth out and they actually didn't say anything they were like, I have like a rotated tooth naturally from, <laughs> this is a story for a different time. <laughs> I, I used to pull out all my teeth as a kid. <gasps> Kika. I know, isn't that crazy? Oh my God. That's explaining so much. I was kidding. <laughs> what it does explain is my rotated tooth because oh, you're, I learned wait, this. How did you, what? No one is going to listen to this podcast after I tell this story. Okay, don't say it. We'll save that for like the Halloween episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I have a rotated tooth, so they were like, do you want to do anything about that? And I was like, is it going to cause any problems? And they were like, no, it just looks weird. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to leave it. They're like, I uh. <laughs> <laughs> just like, hmm. Um, but no, they didn't say anything. And I think it was because it was an emergency wisdom tooth extraction. Oh. So they were like, there's no time for anything else. We got to move. Yeah. Code red yeah. <laughs> on the wisdom teeth. Uh, so I don't know. They just didn't really get into anything. That's crazy. Yeah. I really hate that. Yeah, Kika's up to her neck in dentistry. Dentist hell. Yeah, so they told me I needed to get like basically an emergency crown on the uh, the bottom right teeth, um, and that it might be a root canal. And then they went in, and while they were in my mouth, they were like, "It is indeed a root canal." So I got a root canal, and it's I've been there four times now, and I'm going in for the fifth time next week to put the permanent crown on because you can only do so much in mm-hmm. each thing 
And it's just so expensive, which is why I'm like, you know what? Just don't go. Just yeah. let your teeth rot out. Who cares, actually? Who cares? It's fine. It's fine. Mine are really, really bad. I need to go. I'll go eventually. One day, maybe. Maybe. I've said that the past five years. <laughs> just because I don't have insurance. Yeah, I'm lucky to have good insurance. I didn't yeah. even know how good my insurance was until this experience yeah. made me confront it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's not talk about insurance. Let's, no. talk about, let's talk about something funny. Let's talk about boys. Let's talk about boys. <laughs> um, speaking of something funny and uh-huh. boys and yeah. how they suck. Um, uh-huh. So, as we said, Kika and I work at a K-pop store. We do. And you can tell your part of the story and I'll tell my part of the I story. I know exactly what you're going to say, yeah. So... Uh, we were working the other day, and I'm working on one side of the stores, and she's working on another store. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just doing our thing. So for you guys who don't know, I, we both love the boys. Mm-hmm. I bias Jacob. Mm-hmm. Kika biases everybody. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're just working away, having our little fun. Yeah. So this gaggle of men come in. <laughs> gaggle which, is absolutely the word. for. Oh, my gosh. Like, also... Maybe this is me having a poor perspective, mm-hmm. but I don't think it is. Like, whenever gaggles of what I assume to be straight men come into the K-pop store mm-hmm. and they're buying, like, twice stuff mm-hmm. or, like, whoever, like, insert whatever girl group, it just gives me the ick depending on, like, how they're speaking about said Yes, girls. it really depends. Like, really depends. some of them are lovely and then some of them I'm just like, I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Like, anyway, so they come in. I'm already, like, not vibing with them. And then I can, like, overhear what they're saying, and they're talking badly about two baddies. NC2127, two baddies. But instantly, like, okay, no, (laughs) I do not like these guys. So they come up, the one guy who was the culprit. Like, I just already, like, specifically specifically did not like him. He buys something. I don't even remember what it was. He was being so weird when I was giving him, like, his freebies and stuff. And it's just, like, his vibes were so terrible. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, thank God they're finally leaving, you know? We have, like, a corner set up that Kika did that's lovely of a bunch of the boys stuff right now. And he goes, as loud as he could, oh, my God, the boy, Jacob. I know Jacob. And, like, he's, like, screaming. And I'm like what so of course i'm listening i could not listen like yeah he's shouting in your ear he was speaking so loudly i couldn't not hear everything they were saying and they were the only ones on the store so he's like talking about jacob to his friends and what we assume or in that moment what i'm assuming is oh like i think he knows jacob's older brother who Mm -hmm. like in the fandom of the boys has like made his own little presence of being yeah. like and thing. he lives in LA and stuff lives so. in LA and like he just gets talked about a lot yeah. and whatever else so he's talking about Jacob's brother and I assume he's talking about Jacob's brother mm-hmm. and then they're like talking like oh yeah like and he's like saying all of these like details about <laughs> Jacob and Jacob's brother and I'm Scary. just like what um, it is so odd and then he pulls up on his phone i'm assuming a picture of jacob's brother and is comparing jacob's picket mm-hmm. to the picture and he's like weird. don't they look exactly the same like blah, blah 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 like yeah i have jacob's phone number like and i was just like so annoyed and aggravated mm-hmm. and it was just the craziest thing in the entire world yeah that is annoying and it was like one of those things where as he was talking i was like i know that you don't know jacob like, you wouldn't be talking about really. him like this yes. if you actually knew him at all. It's just a flex that means nothing to anyone. Oh. No. So don't even, don't even worry about it, buddy. Tell your side of the story because it makes it even worse. Yes, it does make it worse. So the way that the store that Katie and I work at works is that there are two locations, but they're on the same floor of the mall. So, like, you can just walk from one to the other 
Um, and there's like different stuff in each store because there's literally too much for it to be one store. So Katie was in the second store. I'm in the first one. And he, same gaggle, yeah. comes in. To her first. Yeah. We didn't know at that point that it was the same gaggle. But they did come to me first, which I realized. Because this guy that Katie's talking about is like looking at everything in the store. And he's like, oh, the boys. <laughs> I know them. While his friend's like buying an album. And he starts going off exactly the same way. He's like... Jacob and I were friends forever ago. We're still <laughs> friends. I have such embarrassing pictures of us on my phone. Like, he would think this is so funny. How would he think that his group being in a K-pop store is funny? Like, I don't understand. Like, did you not expect to see their albums? Like, Literally. they're a popular group. Literally. Oh, oh my gosh. Anyway. And then, so, I'm not super amused. So, I'm putting on my not amused retail worker voice. And I was like... Oh, don't tell my friend in the other store that. And then he was like, oh, he hadn't said his name yet. And he was like, it's Jacob. And then I was like, maybe you should tell her. So I was like, oh, my friend Katie's working in the other store. You should go over there and tell her that you know him. She'll be like, oh, my gosh. And then he was like, oh, yeah, we're going over there. And I was like, okay, she'll be the one working. You should tell her. So now to know that he did go over there. On purpose. On purpose, but didn't say anything to you, just flexed from, like, the periphery. Afar. And the thing is, if he would have came up to me Mm -hmm. and been like, hey, your friend from the other store told me that you love the boys and you love Jacob. Um, Well, I needed you to know that, like, I'm friends with Jacob. Mm -hmm. I would have given him what he wanted. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Like, that's awesome. Like, I don't don't really know what I would have said past that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have been like, good for you. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I still would have given him something. Yeah. And that would have been less weird. Like, flex however you want. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. I don't yeah. care. But, like, to just do it loudly in hopes Gross. that I would, like, hear, mm-hmm. it was just so weird. It's weird. It's weird that he, like, couldn't face you to say it. You know what I mean? I know. He just wanted the effect to be, like, I'm just a guy. <laughs> it was so odd. Yeah. And, like, no one's impressed that you know someone famous. You know what I mean? It's L.A., yeah, no, you're right. everyone knows literally everyone. Like, if you yeah. are trying to impress other people, it's not going to be by saying, I know XYZ celebrity. Yeah, exactly. It's just not going to happen. Exactly. Like, no one cares. Exactly. No one cares in the whole world. Right. But no one cares specifically in Los Angeles, California. Yeah, you're not going to. It's like everyone has that with someone, you know what I mean? And it's also just like, uh, it's one of those things where if you're actually really good friends with them, mm-hmm. you're not going to like, yeah, why would you like about it. Yeah, exactly. He like aired out all of that exactly. at the K-pop store. What at was the, the reason? Store. And his friend who he was with, he was like trying to explain to his friend about like Jacob and the boys and like how they used to be friends and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, if... You and this guy are friends. Mm-hmm. Why does he not already know? Clearly, you guys like K-pop. Like, you're mm-hmm. coming and buying K-pop things. That is so how, true. Yeah. How does he not know that you have a friend, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. that's in, in one of the biggest K-pop artists right now? Crazy. Like, bro. That was super annoying. It was so annoying. Like, also, I know Jacob. <laughs> Jacob <laughs> always says that he never keeps in touch with any of his friends yeah, from school. Yeah, you just so, so, busted. So, you're a liar. Yeah. Also, yeah. Jacob doesn't have friends. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and neither does this guy, so. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. That's a good recap, I think. It was a good recap. Yeah. yeah. That's basically what's been going on. Yeah. It's nice to catch up. It is fun. <laughs> um, should we talk about 
our our topic. Yes. We came up with like a loose topic. I don't think it has to be too serious. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. But, or maybe it does. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. But um, this was your idea. Do mm-hmm. you want to talk about it? Yes. It's the confidence one, right? <laughs> yeah, it sure so is. So basically, how did we word it? I don't know. How did we know. word it? I don't remember. But basically, Kika and I are both very passionate mm. about just like figuring out how to be confident. Mm-hmm. And I think with confidence, like, because looking at like from where I was whenever I was in middle school versus now, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like a completely different person and living a different life because mm-hmm. of trying to like learn how to be confident. And past, like, oh, I'm confident because like, I'm sexy or whatever, but like all of us have interests and goals and dreams and whatever else. And some of them to our culture can be quote unquote, not cool. Mm -hmm. So learning how to be like, I like this. And even if society deems it as like uncool, I'm still going to like it and like not shy away from liking it Mm -hmm. and be confident in whatever it is that I like. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's so important. I agree. And me and you talk about this kind of stuff a lot because, like we said earlier, like we're in our twenties, like yeah. we're in our mid twenties. I'm in my late twenties. Yeah. Actually, I would still say twenty six is mid. Yeah, 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 I agree. Twenty six is mid. We're in our mid twenties. <laughs> so for me to be like, yeah, I'm a K-pop stan. Mm-hmm. Some people can be like, ew. And don't get me wrong, I think it's a red flag. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. They're like, and yeah, ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, completely, and like. I think that, one, the older you get, and also, yeah. like, trying to switch your how you are perceived in different spaces. So, mm-hmm. for me, like, because I work in, like, a corporate professional role, a lot of the people I work with don't know anything about K-pop. They're also a lot older than me. Yeah. And so, you know, I think in any job, you're constantly trying to signal that you're successful in that role, that you're good at it, that you should be taken seriously just for the sake of getting raises, promotions, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I had a lot of fear around being taken less seriously. Yeah, for sure. Because K-pop was my key interest, you know? It's yeah. not just one of them. Yeah. It's probably the main one. I'm not a big hobby haver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Which, but, like, even saying that out loud is, yeah. like... Why does it, like, have to be, like, this weird thing? It feels bad. And I think it also feels bad because so often the question is, like, oh, what are your hobbies? Literally. And the answer just has to be hiking. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I don't want to (laughs) hike. And, like, I remember I'd struggle so hard to come up with something. And I would be like, I don't know how to tell you that I like to watch my little videos in the comfort of my home. Yeah. And sometimes I put some little stickers on a journal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the older I've gotten and especially over the course of like getting more comfortable with like knowing that I'm a successful person in my workplace Mm. and that the rest of that stuff doesn't really matter. Part of it has been like just accepting that whatever I'm going to do that's keeping me like happy and content day to day, like that slays no matter what it is. You know what I mean? If it were painting rocks, (laughs) first of all, that would be cooler. I would rather say that. Literally. Let's say, well, if it's making me happy and, like, I, I'm not, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, Like, 100%. it just doesn't need to be that serious. Yeah. And, like, you shouldn't be embarrassed of something that is fulfilling you, bringing you joy. I felt that way a lot with photo card trading. I was mm. like, I'm doing a thing, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm posting on my cards on social media, interacting with strangers, 
doing all the little deco and the freebies and doing the mailing, like that takes a lot of time. It's really involved. Yeah. It's part of a specific community. It's so fun. Yeah. Why am I so embarrassed to tell anyone I work with that I do no, this? Literally. You know what I mean? It's such a big deal. And I think it's because like, especially because already I feel like even in the Western world, like being like a quote unquote like fangirl already mm-hmm. has like a negative view mm-hmm. because of like a freaking like One Direction era and like yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, it already has, like, a negative view, and people already think, like, that whole stereotypical world is, like, gross. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in the world of K-pop, and there's just so many more layers to it that mm-hmm. if you don't already understand just, like, being a fan, mm-hmm. trying to explain anything within the K-pop world, people are like, you do what? It's like, so, You yeah. buy little pictures of them, mm-hmm. like... You buy, like, multiple of the same album. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You, like, and it's just because it's so different than Mm -hmm. the Western world. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, it's really cool. And, like, I love explaining it Mm -hmm. to other people because, like, I take pride in how cool it is because I'm, like, this is dope. Like, you guys are missing out. Like, this is so sick. Yeah. But it is because it's so, like, misunderstood and hard to, like, explain sometimes even as well. Yeah. And I feel like... Part of it is that it's such, like, it's considered to be such, like, a feminine pastime and hobby that I feel like the longer I try to explain it, the more I feel just, like, a stupid little girl who's into something and that, like, people don't want to give it, like, the time of day. And that's because it's so textured, you know what I mean? I'm like, if I could sit you down for a day and talk to you about this, I'm confident you would understand the scale and the value. But And it's also hard, too, to just, like, get past the wall of, like, oh, my God, like... I just am so obsessed with these boys. Like, yeah. It's like, K-pop is so much more than that. It like, is. It's so, That's definitely part of it. It's but... so much. Don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> it's a big part. <laughs> I love my little, I love watching the little boys do their little song and dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, there's so much more to it than that. Like yeah. the photo card trading and mm-hmm. like the concerts and like these concerts being beyond the production that. They'll never, else, they'll never understand. Anyone else could ever do. I'm like, yeah. if you came, you would cry. Yeah. Like, the production <laughs> yeah. is crazy. Yes. And, like, all of the content you get and, like, all of the, like, um, uh, all the way that these idols and these companies try to, like, put together these ideas and, like, um, mm-hmm. roles and storylines. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much that goes into it as mm-hmm. a whole. And, like, there's so much that goes into it within each fandom. Mm-hmm. And, like, actually getting invested into these fandoms and, mm-hmm. like, learning the jokes of the fandom. Yeah. Learning, like, the mottos of the fandom. Like, being at, like, a show. Like, I just came back from NCT tour. So mm-hmm. we went to... Chicago, Houston, and Atlanta. And even even just saying that, people are like, you went to three of the same show. Yeah. But <laughs> as it should. But it's like I was in Neo City for a week. Yeah. It was great. I was You're on like, I <laughs> yeah. But even just like being there and then like just hearing out of like the corner of what corner of the room, just two baddies, two baddies <laughs> one more. It's like Literally, Just I'm this, home. It, this whole little world. It's and genuinely th- a world. I think that's what people don't get is there's a whole world you can immerse yourself in. Yeah. They're like how can you like K-pop that much? It's just some like girl groups or boy groups or whatever. But then you go to something like K-Play Fest, which is like a festival that happens a couple times a year in yeah. Southern California, and there's literally like 50 to 100 vendors of K-pop goods. Like those yeah. are people so immersed in this culture of K-pop that they can make like pieces of art or merchandise and there's like demonstrations happening and like dance demos and photo card trading and like concerts that go along with it it's like 
that's a complete microcosm of stuff yeah. happening just around one like entity yeah you know it's so cool like, yeah, I'm, it's so cool. I'm actually proud to be like no, so literally. engaged with it you know it's so cool and it's also like I'm just I love anything that gets a collective group of people joined together to be like we just love this thing yeah like, I love, so it's like whether it's like sports because sports mm. that's a whole world too mm-hmm. that it's like Guys and girls don't want to admit that it's the same, but yeah. it's the same. You go to the, the little same. store, mm-hmm. you buy the little jersey that has the name on it. You <laughs> yeah. keep up with everything they do. Yeah. You know, every, you know, all their stats. Mm-hmm. Like it's the exact same thing. It's like, true. It's literally the exact same thing. So it's like, whether it's sports, whether it's anime, whether mm. it's like cult fandoms for shows, like whatever mm. it is, like something where we're all coming together and just being like, we all just love this one thing. It's the best. It's so fun. The fun thing about it is doing it together. One hundred percent like yeah. just shout out all of the k-pop stands that are watching if mm. you are shy and introverted i want to encourage you to make friends within the k-pop world it's like you make already... friends at through this video somehow yeah like, somehow you already know you have that in common you yeah. know i went on a cruise for paramore yeah because that's like my first that was like my first favorite band and is still my favorite band to this day and when they used to do a cruise every couple of years, it's been a while, but for the most recent one, which was in like 2018, I think I was like, let me just do it. And yeah. I went basically by myself. Yeah. Like my roommate on the ship was someone that I like vaguely knew. We were acquaintances, but I met so many people. And I always say like, it was such an emotional experience for me because I felt so authentically myself. Yeah. And not just that, I was able to make friends instantly, like yeah. very good friends, very close connections. And I was like, it's amazing to me that I am able to bring such cool people into my life purely by being myself. That's a huge confidence boost on its own. Yeah. But also like, it's so cool to be surrounded by people who you know you have such a key thing in common. Right. And that's the coolest thing about fandom. Like you kind of have built in friends to an yeah. extent. What do you think, what's your take on... Because clearly we're sitting here and we're advocates for it. Mm -hmm. And we're like, just the reason we're talking about this is to just encourage you guys and ourselves more and more Mm -hmm. to just be confident about what you like and like not shy away from it. Mm -hmm. Um, Steering it a little bit in a different direction. What do you think is the balance or the line between like it being healthy and it being toxic? Yeah. I think that when I've seen it being toxic is when it feels like you would choose the object of your fandom over tangible connections in your life. So Mm. over your family or over your friends or like, (laughs) (laughs) well, get this. I was going to say over your work (laughs) and we're both there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or like over your personal well being. Like Mm. I think we all, especially in the k-pop fandom have taken financial hits because of k-pop no <laughs> um, we've literally ruined <laughs> like i i kept saying after nct tour i was like nct ruined my life yes like, like we've made big mistakes i think if you continue <laughs> i think if you continue to plunge yourself into financial ruin because yeah. of k-pop or like not going into work and then you like lose your job because yeah. of it you know what i mean or if you're wow, like letting your work so slide, true. like I think yeah. that that's where it gets dicey. Yeah. Um. And but especially over your friends and family. Yeah. I think also going along with that, mm-hmm. 
I don't think there's anything wrong. And I think there's something to a degree very healthy by letting your hobbies. So whether it's K-pop, whatever, insert your hobby here. Um, letting that be a distraction in your life. Like I think yes, that there's agreed. so much health in being like, I truly need to escape reality because mm-hmm. reality sucks today. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go watch these music videos and have a good little time and nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. Like I think that there is level of health in that. And I'm really, really thankful for K-pop because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, a few weeks ago, like I had probably like the worst thing I've ever had to go through, like in my life happen. And I would sit there, watch little K-pop videos, and I was like, for three minutes while I'm watching this little music video, like, I can be happy. You know what I mean? So I think that there's something so healthy in that, but I think the balance is whenever you're so immersed in it that you start hating your reality. Oh, that's And you can only live in your K-pop world you've created in your head. Mm -hmm. That gets really dangerous. Yes. Because, like... It's just not real. Mm -hmm. Like, it's we don't actually know these people. Mm -hmm. And we can be a fan for a long time. We can keep these experiences up. And we can, like, bring it into reality. Mm Because I think that there's something also really cool about the fact that, like, you and, like, whenever all of our friends go to shows together, Mm -hmm. it's, like, bringing our actual reality and, like, our little K-pop world together. And it's just, like, the best time ever. Mm -hmm. But being really careful of, like... Am I, like, changing things in my real life Mm -hmm. to try to bring my K-pop life to reality? Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Like, if it's, like, actually changing your decisions and it's, like, I don't know. I feel like even there's a balance in that, too, because it's, like, if you want to, like, work in the industry, go for it. If you want to, like, whatever, Mm -hmm. go for it. If you, like, love dancing, if you, like, that's different. But, like, I don't know. I just think that that's, like, like, if you're trying to, like, marry yeah the Delulu side yeah but I think the other side of what you're saying is like not being driven to improve your reality because you're so distracted by your yeah like fandom culture you know what I mean like it is absolutely a distraction I think it should be a temporary escape yeah and not a permanent escape yeah you know what I mean like how long can you avoid certain things like a lot of people should seek therapy you know yeah. what I mean but I think so many people fall back on like oh like k-pop saved my life or whatever artist saved my life I'm like you should find an, another thing to real life save your life you know what I mean mm-hmm. because those other things run out yeah you know like yeah. you're only able to get utility from them for so long yeah 100 percent. yeah I think that that's like that's so big because I like love I didn't ever understand honestly Growing up, like, I was always, like, in fandoms and stuff, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really understand growing up whenever people said that, like, oh, like, One Direction saved my life, or Five Seconds of Summer saved my life. I didn't really understand that Mm -hmm. until, like, with everything, honestly, until, like, BTS, Yeah, (laughs) which sounds so cheesy, but I was at PTD sobbing my eyes out Yeah, because I was just, like, they literally brought so many things into my life, Mm -hmm. like... All of us, me and you even, yeah. being friends, ultimately, we owe to those seven men. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. Truly. So, it's like, like you were saying, it's like allowing those things to help you and allowing mm-hmm. them to, like, save you and aid you and, like, get you through hard times. Like, that's incredible. But, like, not staying so fixated on it that it's, mm-hmm. like, your reality becomes sad. <laughs> exactly. It's a, your life will move on past whatever you are into for the most part. I'm sure for that the there are part. exceptions. 100%. And like, or you'll just find a new thing to be a fan of. Like maybe yeah. there isn't life for you post fandom. There certainly hasn't been for me. Yeah. But like. It's always just another group or band. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. But 
a lot of your life will remain constant, you know? Yeah. So you just got to make it as good as possible. Yeah. I have a question for you. Okay. It might end up being more lighthearted. Okay. Um, have you ever pretended to like or dislike something Ooh. to look cooler, potentially for a boy? A boy. Mm. Um, okay. Do you have an answer? Yeah, I do. Okay, you start and I'll think. Okay. So when I was in high school, I still liked boys. Uh, I thought, um, and I had like a massive crush on a football player. Interesting. I know. Um, a football player, man, you hate to see it, but he was into just like, I don't know, football player dude things. Like he Mm. loved. Oh, I have an answer. You do? (laughs) Okay. I'll get through this one quick. He, I like would see what he posted on like his snap story or whatever. And so. I mean, I listened to Drake at the time, but I would see that he posted a song and I'd be like, that was my favorite song I've ever heard. I actually love Marvin's Room by Drake. It's my favorite song. Yes. Um, But he told me he loved the show called Blue Mountain State. Do you know this show? No. I didn't either. But I ended up watching it because he said it was his favorite show. And it's about like a college football team, but it's very, very crass, Mm -hmm. like gross, disgusting humor kind of like a family guy sort of thing. And I was like, I love that show. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, that's disgusting. I hated it. I think that turned me gay. (laughs) (laughs) That experience of having to pretend I just loved Blue Mountain State so much. I'm so sorry if anyone listening is like ultimate Blue Mountain State stan, but it's it's bad. Um, This is funny. Mm. Okay, so first of all, um, I will say I think that I was always, like, there were definitely moments where I would, like, downplay, like, my fandom mm-hmm. of, like, whenever I was in, like, middle school and One Direction was a thing. And I would try to be, like, yeah, I love One Direction, but, like, I don't know. I mean, you try to downplay it a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's, like, I can only downplay it so much. Yeah. So, like, whenever I was in love with One Direction, whenever, like, I was, I still am a huge Five Second Summer fan. Like, that's my favorite band. They always will be. Like, yeah. in high school and stuff, I would, like, talk about them, but... I wouldn't be, you can't show all of it, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, that being said, I feel like, and even whenever I got into K-pop, I did not care already. Like, I yeah. was showing all of my friends K-pop videos that just didn't care about K-pop at all. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so, trying to do things to impress, like, a boy. Yes. 100%. <laughs> so, I, um, which, I don't know if he's going to watch this, and I really, I don't <laughs> think he will. Mine isn't, thankfully. I don't so. think that he ever will listen to this or watch this, but if he ever does, he'll know that I'm talking about him, <laughs> and that's going to be awkward, but, um, so, I've only ever, like, actually really, really liked one person. Aw. <laughs> In real life. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's Jungkook. <laughs> and it's John Jungkook. Um, and it's that guy in Jungkook. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I only really, really ever liked him. And we grew up together. And I 100% anything he liked, I was like, I love that. Mm, yeah. And I just did it. Yeah. Two main examples. Beyonce. He, which this is a bonus. Lily's going to kill you. <laughs> well, it's like he loved Beyonce. Yeah. And I just didn't care, <laughs> but I wouldn't tell him that. I'd be like, oh my word, yeah, I love Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I didn't care at all about yeah, it. No but problems. I remember I would deliberately, did you do this with Drake? I would deliberately 
listen to Beyonce yeah. and try to like get into like it. Like gaslight yourself. <laughs> be like, I love this yes. song. I love this yes. song. Yeah, I totally. 100% listen to it and be like, this slaps. Yeah. I, like, I liked it a normal amount and like I had a few of the songs on my playlist and I still do, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like Beyonce's number one stand. Mm-hmm. Like it just wasn't happening. So that was one of them. What was his favorite Beyonce song that you pretended to like? Oh, I have no idea. Um, fake. I don't know. Fake what crush. His, fake. Yeah. Fake. I don't know who his, what his favorite song was. Yeah. Um, another one. This is so specific so if he didn't know that i was talking about him he's gonna know now <laughs> um his favorite movie like of all time is mrs doubtfire <laughs> <laughs> i'm like, not laughing because it's bad it's just so specific no he like is obsessed with that movie and again i don't care any type of way about yeah. that movie i don't mm-hmm. even really like movies nope i'm like this is the best movie i've ever seen in my entire life you're like that's so funny that's also my favorite no literally i'm just looking back and i'm like you didn't need to do all that that's so funny like you just simply didn't and it's one of those things too i don't know about you and your football crush but me and him we um we're still really good friends to this day and like nothing ever happened romantically thank god it didn't whatever Mm -hmm. but it's like we always because we're just friends we always shared common interests Mm. i didn't need to go like I like there was to, no need no one cared <laughs> that's where this conversation circles back to about yeah, confidence yeah, yeah. like whatever you like that's so true because no one gives a crap mm-hmm. people are so worried about what they like themselves yeah that they don't care what you like yeah they don't expect everyone to love all the same things that they and if they do judge you for it then you don't want them in your life anyway no like they're not the company that need to be hanging out with you anyway it's true uh I think it's more attractive to people when you just like what you like When you just like what you like and call it a day. Yeah. I completely agree. Related, I feel like with confidence in general, Mm -hmm. since I guess that is the general theme, even though we've exclusively talked about fandom, and eventually we'll stop talking because we're coming up on an hour here. But people take cues from you when you are confident about yourself. Oh, that's so true. They treat you the way you kind of demand to be treated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you read as insecure, they're like, this girl has no idea what's going on. Yeah. And they respect you less, I feel like. I mean, that's almost purely just from like a business standpoint. But I think it helps with like making friends too. Yeah. Like confidence like almost has like a glow to it that like attracts people. Okay, to end this podcast, because I'm all about, like, let's talk about something and then let's take action steps. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So what is your piece of advice for those that are listening to this? And they're like, I hear you, Mm -hmm. but I'm just, I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I think that a lot of times when we talk about confidence and how like guys want a girl that's confident, whatever, it's just that you have to think you're super, super sexy. Yeah. But I think that if you can try and separate yourself from purely physical confidence and find a little bit of confidence in other things about you. Most of us have at least one thing where we just know that we're a pretty good writer or like a pretty good cook or like really good at drawing on our eyebrows. You know what I mean? Like try and find little things and grow your confidence in those and show that to people instead of just trying to make it rest solely so much on what you look like. Yeah, 100%. Because you'll get there, bestie. Yeah. But you don't have to force it. That's you know? huge. Yes. Um, and then before I say mine, little disclaimer. I would like everyone to know, Kiki and I are saying all this, and then the other night we had a conversation about how, like, the things that, like, just we're like, so insecure yeah, about. Yeah, just hating ourselves. I mean, that's human. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah. <laughs> we're all just trying our best. Especially for the girlies, you the know? The girlies, we are trying our best. Yeah. Um. Okay, my piece of advice is similar to yours, just, like, finding those things. And then... 
I would just say like, do your best to, um, not dwell on the negative thoughts, Mm -hmm. which is easier said than done. 100%. I get that. But I think that like, whenever you are having those thoughts and your mind is spiraling about like all the things that you hate about yourself and how stupid you are and how embarrassing you are. And, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. Like we all have those thoughts. Um, but like Kiko was saying, not just like pinpointing those things, but like whether it's writing them down or I made a list in my phone a few weeks ago and it's literally things that I like about myself and I just like every once in a while I go and add to it and Mm -hmm. it's the most random list of things, Mm -hmm. but it's like truly trying to come with terms with like, this is who, how I was created. Like, this is how I am. Mm -hmm. Like personality looks, Mm -hmm. there's only so much I can change. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll work to change those things that are changeable. Mm-hmm. But coming to terms with, like, but ultimately this is who I am. Mm-hmm. So let's learn to love that. And, mm-hmm. like you were saying, dwell on the things that we actually do like. Yeah. And then whenever you're in those moments where it's, like, you can't figure out how to stop having the negative thoughts and you can't turn them around, distract yourself. Like, yeah, don't give I them agree. the time of day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think also, I now I'm adding on a thing when we're supposed to be finishing, but, like, yeah. You're not always a reliable narrator for yourself. 100. You're almost always not. You're exactly. Like, I think you have to learn to assume this is something that's been really helpful for me is that the kindness that I extend to others in my thoughts, it's better to assume that's being reflected back at me. Yeah, 100%. Like, I think all of my friends are the most beautiful people I've ever seen in my life. Typically, your brain, for all of us girlies, is like, everyone around me is beautiful and I'm disgusting. Yeah. If we all think that about ourselves, probability is we're all wrong. We're all sexy. You know? (laughs) We're really all hot as hell. We're all so sexy. It's crazy. But it's like, you're not looking at the girl on the street and being like she's disgusting her hair is brittle her skin is dry I don't know why I'm just saying things (laughs) that are dry (laughs) her skin is dry (laughs) so true but like ideally if you are doing that you really need to like sit down and look at yourself because I've personally been in that place where I've been so hard on myself about stuff that it starts reflecting onto others so true oh my god you gotta undo that but if you're looking kindly upon other people or you're at least not noticing anything negative about them, the same is true with other people to you. Yeah. You're doing way better than you think. Yeah. You know, and you're not a reliable um, narrator for yourself. You don't look upon yourself in an unbiased way yeah. at all. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, just like trust that love is coming at you. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Lovely talking to you, Kika. Yeah, lovely talking to you. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, love is coming out, everyone. Okay, love you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.